Welcome. My name is Marcelo Carcach. I am the pastor of Iglesia Conexiones, a Spanish name that means Connections Church. We are a bilingual and Baptist church in Jessup, Maryland. If you would like to learn more about the church, please visit our website, iglesiaconexiones.org. In today's message, we will learn about another aspect of sin and how it has a profound effect in everything that we do. Let's take a look at Psalm 51.5. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Sin isn't only what we do or fail to do. Sin is also a state or condition in which all of humanity finds itself. Imagine a person is coughing. Coughing is what that person does. But why does that person cough? That person coughs because he is sick. In our previous messages in this series, we said that sin is anything that contradicts God's character. A transgression of God's law, whether we knew we were transgressing it or not. Avoiding to do the good that we know or believe is necessary and right for us to do. Doing anything in doubt. In other words, we have focused on what people do, the symptoms of their disease. But then we have to ask ourselves, why do people sin? Why do people do these things? Why do people show these symptoms? The biblical answer is that people show these symptoms. They sin because they are sick. They are sick with sin. They sin because they find themselves in a condition or state of sin. They are spiritually sick. As soon as we were all conceived and brought forth, we were all infected with sin. And because of this, we continue to do and practice sin throughout our lives. Look at other verses in the Bible that communicate this same idea. Jeremiah 17:9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Once again, the Bible tells us that our hearts find themselves in a condition or state that is sinful, and this state is similar to being sick. In the book of Isaiah, God communicated the same idea to the people of ancient Israel. The whole head is sick and the whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot even to the head, there is no soundness in it, but bruises and sores and raw wounds, they are not pressed out or bound up or softened with oil. Isaiah chapter 1, verses 5 through 6. In the book of Isaiah, God communicated the same idea to the people of ancient Israel. So how did this happen? How did humanity first become infected with sin? How did we come to find ourselves in a state or condition of sin? Let us take a look at two scriptures that will help us understand this. First, let's look at Romans chapter 1, verses 28 to 31. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. 
they were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. The reason humanity finds itself in a state of sin is that humanity has rebelled against God. When humanity failed to acknowledge God, to give Him thanks and to honor Him, and instead chose to move away from God, God condemned humanity to a state of sin. Why? To show humanity that God alone is the source of everything that is good, just, and right. In Romans 5.12, we also read, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men, because all sinned. When Adam rebelled against God, Adam committed the first sin that infected humanity. Once again, this is by God's design so that humanity would learn that there is no good and no righteousness apart from God. When we remove ourselves from God, we enter into a chaos, into sin and death. One question you may have is, why would God allow us to enter a state of sin because of the sin of Adam and the sins of our ancestors? There can be several reasons why God chose to deal with humanity this way, but one of them that comes to mind is that we are all one big family. We are all related to one another, and what we do not only affects us, but also affects others. When you sin, your sins affect not only your life, but the lives of your family and friends. You don't believe me? Well, ask those who live with a drug addict, a porn addict, or an alcoholic, and, and see how they believe that that person's sin or sins has affected their lives. You'll get a better sense of what I'm talking about. Listen, all sin, even the lies we tell, somehow affect us, our loved ones, and the rest of society. There is no escape. In fact, sin has so permeated humanity that even the good works we do are repulsive to God and insufficient. Isaiah 64, 6 says, We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. All our righteous deeds, our good works, are like a polluted garment, like a soiled diaper. By God's righteous design, when one human sins, all humans are affected, and all our righteous deeds are contaminated with sin. The only way out of this problem is to be reconciled with God, and the only way to be reconciled with God is through faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who died for our sins and resurrected so we can believe in him. As the Bible says in Isaiah 53, 8, He was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people. And in Romans 4, 5, we read, 
to the one who does not work but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. In summary, humanity doesn't only commit sin, humanity finds itself in a state or condition of sinfulness. Humanity sins because humanity finds itself in such state of sinfulness. For this reason, any good works humanity tries to do are insufficient to reconcile them with God and fulfill all the righteousness that God wants from us. Our good works have been defiled by sin. So we need to place our faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, whom God delivered for our sins and resurrected for our salvation. Only when we trust God's Son are we forgiven and declared righteous before God. Here are some questions for you to ponder. Are you trying to earn God's forgiveness and salvation by your own good works? You should know that is not enough. Do you believe in Jesus Christ and have welcomed him into your life as the Son of God, your God, and your King? You should know that this is the only way God has given us for salvation. In our next episode, we will begin to explore how those of us who have received Jesus Christ in our hearts can overcome the influence of sin in our lives. Let us pray. Father, we recognize that all humanity has been corrupted by sin and that our own good works are insufficient to fulfill the righteousness you demand from us. We have placed our faith in Jesus Christ, whom you delivered for our sins and resurrected so we can be made righteous by faith in him. Lord, help us now to continue to walk with you, doing by faith those things that are pleasing to you. Amen.